Welcome, this is Cutter to the Moon Podcast. I am your host, Jake. With me, I have Dom. What is up, fam? Um, I also have returning guest, JR. Hey guys, how you doing? Um, and today we'll be, be, we will be focusing on Man the Moon 1. We'll be breaking this up into two parts for you guys. So we're going to co- focus on the first seven tracks and dive into those a little more since we'll have a little bit more time on our hands. Um, so let's get right into it. So first track, In My Dreams. Who wants to start it off with this one? Um, I will start this off with a little intro here. It's called In My Dreams, and it's the Cutter Anthem, and it's produced by Emil, who's also my manager. So, uh, In My Dreams, perfect song to fall asleep to, to be honest. Um, Yes, I was definitely going to mention that. (laughs) Like we uh, mentioned before in the last podcast here, it is a perfect transition from A Kid Named Cuddy into his debut album. Um, Also, I mean, it's a very simple song um lyric wise and it's it's a pretty slow song but the beat is just so so calming and soothing um and then obviously you got common on the narrating um getting us into the story of the album oh go ahead jake so like in my dreams it's like it's a slow it's a moody it's a spacey intro um it's like cuddy i wanting ideally what he wants in his dreams um more often than not, i end up skipping the song because i'm never really in the mood for it it's not that bad but like like you said jr it's a perfect segue into his debut album but in terms of intros since i, I love intros this is not mm-hmm. kind of the intro that i want to start off the album i want something like hard hitting something that it's extremely remember um Remember, remember, oh my god, memorable, memorable, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. So, yeah, I totally get that, yeah. So, that's my thoughts on it. Um, so I, I uh, actually have all the lyrics here for like, um, for all the songs that we're gonna be doing in this episode because, like, I, I wanted, I really like how in the last episode, that's like my favorite part was how like we liked like uh, a certain line and stuff like that. And with, with the song, I would say, don't get me wrong, it's not a bad song. But it's not, I mean, obviously it's not the best, too. Um, but I, I would say it is the the perfect song for Man on the Moon 1, though, for sure. Because it's very, uh, like, out of, you know, out of this world type of, uh, like, vibe. And, like, kind of like, oh, I'm, like, going to the moon or I am on the moon. It's, like, very spacey and kind of, like, takes you to another world, I guess you could say. And I really like like uh, slower songs especially at night um because like obviously it helps me sleep and stuff like that and i would say my favorite line from this would probably be let's see i don't know actually honestly it's like all the lines aren't really that amazing in it it's, it's kind of like the same thing it's kind of like a, a hook. repetitive and stuff yeah, yeah it's exactly a, a hooky re- a repetitive but uh like i mentioned like the common narrative is uh it's I like think the it's best fucking part awesome song, in my opinion. yeah the long before we know ourselves our paths are already set in stone yeah and uh and the very end of the song um this is a story of a young man that not only believed in himself too this is the story this is the story of the man on the moon, moon yeah. so yeah that i think that's an awesome transition 
I would say though, uh, I've never been a huge fan of Common, and like he had the perfect opportunity to get like Kane to like narrate it, and it would have been so much better if we if he had Kane on it. Even though I'm not even a Kanye fan, or like haven't really been a huge Kanye fan, but I feel like it would have been perfect for that. But that's well, a I mean, story for can, another day, I well, guess. You can say the same thing with like, like literally Travis Scott's rodeo. He would have had he had perfect chance to have. You could say in the same situation, he had the perfect chance to have Kanye narrate it, but he had T.I., so. Cuddy even with, narrated With that it. one, yeah, I was just going to say, I'll, I'd rather have Cuddy on Rodeo and then uh, Kanye on Man of the Moon 1, but, I mean, it's water on the bridge now. You know, they had their shot at it, but. I don't want to discredit <clears throat> Common, though. I, I, no, I, do I love it would have been dope, so. but Common's uh, narrations were, were pretty stellar throughout this entire album. Yeah. And, um. I just want to get this out here. This is my favorite album of all time, um, like with, without a doubt for me. Um, and you, you see those like tweets on Twitter where it's like, uh, name an album that you go through without one skip. And for me, this this album is always just like, yep, man on the that moon. Album, I, yeah. I, I can't, like you mentioned in my dreams is something I skip. And like in my head, I'm like, well, fuck! I can't even mention that about any of these songs. Oh. I, I, can't, I can't skip any of them, dude. Like, if I'm in a in a man on the moon mood, like I you just have go from to play, start. Yeah. I go from fucking start to finish. That's how I do with most of like not even most. I would say probably like all Kid Cudi albums. Like, I, I just like it's such a like a way of life for me, and like I just I always listen to like every track like throughout. And like and I not even just once it's just, it's mo- mainly like multiple times with albums, yeah. And I, I I usually go on like car rides and stuff too, so I'm always like having my CDs in there because I don't. And Jake, I don't want to hear anything come out your mouth, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> FM transmitters on Amazon. Shut the fuck up! All right, I have CDs. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to them. Uh, but <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like I always have in these moods and like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm really. Sp- feeling speeding bullet to heaven or i'm really feeling like man Moon too and like those are like probably like my two favorite albums and stuff like that but yeah every every now and again like man of the moon one like it's funny too because actually i didn't like man of the moon one for like the longest time like i would always go through like through the album I'm like oh man there's only like a few good songs here like it's not even that good and then as time went on i'm like dude what the fuck was i thinking man this one is a classic and i understand why everybody like thinks of it so highly because i feel like outside of the cut fam this is probably like his biggest like project oh that's not down like man of the moon one and then probably man of the moon two but like just the man of the moon the man of the moon is just in general like have been like the biggest for yeah but yeah so in my dreams was i would say it's a really good start off for for the album for sure so track number two jr you want to hit us with that clip yep this track is called soundtrack to my life also produced by emil yeah and this is kind of like the opening scene in the story and it's kind of like I'm waking up in the dream now. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of giving you a brief rundown, like a prelude to what's about to happen in the story. Kind of like, you know, an introduction, like when you open a book. Yeah. You know, and um, it, it sets up. For, for the album or yeah, for, the, for the rest of the album. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it sets the pace. And it's, it's got energy and it's, you know, one of the real rapping joints on the album. You know what I mean? It's three verses, 16 bars, and spitting. So I'm going to start off with this one. And, like, the reasons that um, Scott touched on, I honestly think that this should have been the intro. Um, it would have been an amazing intro. 
it's already amazing. But um, soundtrack to my life. It's an upbeat song about Cuddy's troubles. We dive in more into his personal life and the journey he's been through so far. Family struggles, personal demons, dealing with fame. And at the end of the day, everyone can relate to it. And that's why it's so iconic. Yeah, definitely agree. It's like I'm I'm looking through the lyrics as as like you were talking and it's like dude I I don't think I could even pinpoint like my favorite, favorite line because all these so bars many dude are lines. just like yeah. yeah dude it's just like literally every line is like boom 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 I'm like whoa dude this man was <laughs> in his bag dude like obviously the very first line probably like everybody could like remember it like I got 99 problems and they all, and they all bitches. bitches dude like that's such a good fucking lie dude like and then like because obviously you got it from Jay Z and stuff like that and just like <clears throat> like that was awesome man and like i would also say that the uh christmas time one was really cool too on christmas time my mom chris would grind got me most of wanted well, how'd you do it mom, mom yeah and then she caught the toys i would play with my room by myself why he buy himself like it's just dude the whole song is just bars man it's just such a good song and i would agree too like it, this would be like the perfect intro song but in my dreams like as cuddy was talking like I would say that's actually a really good kind of like a start kind of like an appetizer kind of. And then like soundtrack to my life is like the main course. It's like, all right, man, here's the good stuff, you know? So um, very, very, very good song. And obviously it's probably like one of the most popular Cuddy songs of like all time, probably in terms of like publicity and how many people know it. Yeah, this was actually the second song of Kid Cudi I ever listened to, um, the prayer being one, but Soundtrack to My Life was number two. Um, I was in eighth grade at the time, so um, it wasn't really, like, relatable to me, you know, because he talks about, like, fucking smoking weed and, you know, having, like, <laughs> having like problems with bitches and stuff, and I'm just, like, I'm, like, an innocent eighth grader, but... <laughs> But uh, it was still, like, even if you can't relate to the lyrics, which I'm sure almost everyone, like, older can. Can, um, yeah. It's, yeah, still yeah, it's still super fucking catchy. Like, the hook is super catchy. Um, my favorite line in this one is, the moon will illuminate in my room, and soon I'm consumed by my doom. Yes. Like, that, that, that line gets me every single time. That's probably my favorite line, actually, now that you said that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this, for me, is a top 10 Cuddy song, um, pushing top five around in that area. Um, Let's say top seven. We'll give it that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, the song I play, like, e like, if I'm, like, sad or heartbroken, I'll play this song. But it's even, like, kind of a song where even if you're happy and you're with a girl, you can still play this song and just, like, vibe out to it. I, it it's kind of like an any mood kind of vibe, even though the lyrics are kind of depressing. It's just because it's so catchy that you can sing along. And if you know all the words, then it's it's literally, like, one of Cuddy's best songs to sing along to. Yes, exactly. I also, I would say, like, his flow and his delivery in this song is like very top very notch. top notch yep. yeah exactly so it was it, it's a really really good fucking song and even though i've never thought of it as like one of my favorites every time i listen to it i'm always like you know what like i would definitely show this song to my mom and she'd be like whoa this is actually really good and yeah. i have done it before too so um shout out to my mom <laughs> sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> buy us food please we're hungry <laughs> all right you want to get into simple as yes hit us up with that clip this song is called simple as that well simple as 
uh, produced by Plain Pat, who's also my manager. <laughs> you know, we keep it close in the family. And, um, you know, this joint is kind of like, I really wanted something with some energy right away, too, before the album started getting really serious and intense. Um, and, you know, there is a really big chunk of powerful, deep songs on the album. So I wanted to have something fun. And, and this joint, you know, Pat came with the beat. It was like the last song we recorded for the album, actually. And it was dope because it's like telling people, like, bottom line, this is what it is. This is who I am. You know what I mean? This is just what it is. And it, it, the hook is just so catchy that people are going to use it in their everyday life. Like, I use it. You know what I mean? Like, simple as that, please, simple as. You know, it's just dope. It's really, it's a song that just anybody can connect with because it's like, if you're comfortable with you, it's simple as that. So simple as, um, first I want to say, I extremely dislike the intro of the start, intro of the song. Oh, um, <laughs> I I don't know why I just don't like it. Disagreed on this side. I, I just don't like it. A B's. I just don't. I just Overruled. don't like it. Um, but after <laughs> that, one, after that, after that amazing song, it's um classic Cuddy rhyming with a signature flow. Um, the hook is awesome. It's simple as that. It's simple as that. Simple as that. Be as simple as and. It's the only real downside for me is that um, at the end of the day, like the song feels really short, even though it's not. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely not my favorite off the album, but it's still a great song. Uh, I just want to say, since you, you don't like the intro, uh, try to think of it as this. Instead of just like listening to it as the intro, think of it as like Cuddy like playing that for you and then his when cuddy goes into it he just goes it's just like a b c a b c one yeah. two three okay. and then cuddy's just like simple as that for your simple yeah ass. ask without that pretty simple man yeah like, that, like that's that's how i see it is just like cuddy's like playing that for you like when you're like chilling with him and he's just like simple as that for your simple ass yeah <laughs> that makes sense yeah it does okay you got anything so, dumb? Yeah, dude. This is easily like one of my favorite tracks on this album. Like it's probably I would say top three, maybe even top two. Ooh. Uh I I would say uh with like looking at the track list right now, uh and, and Cuddy Zone are probably like the only like those are my top two favorites, like without a doubt. Oh, um, yeah. and then like higher and up, up and away, I feel like I outplay those songs so much. So I would say <laughs> Cause I loved those songs when I first like listened to this album. Yeah. But then like as time went on, I kind of like drifted away from those. And now I would say Simple As and Solo Dolo. Like these like these next three tracks, like Simple As, Solo Dolo, and Heart of a Lion, are like might be the best like three parts of the entire album. To be completely honest, like that's such a hard like um like piece of the album. And I would say with Simple As, like it's it's very very simple and very um short but i love it so much because like when i'm riding in the car every time i put man on the moon one i always start it with this song like i always skip the first two and i go to here because it's just like it's like it's like a very feel-good song and it's just like you know oh i'm just going about 
going around about my day and just like, you know, I'm riding, man, you know, just simple as that for you, simple as. And then on top of that, too, it's like, I feel like this world is like very, very simple and a lot of people like overcomplicate it. And it's like, dude, just take it as it goes, man. And it's just like, and on top of that, where I live too, people like driving around me are fucking terrible. So I'm like, dude, like when I have this song, I'm like, dude, just listen to the lyrics, man. It's just simple as that, man. Like, geez, you just go left, go right, put on your signal, you know, like, I don't know, man, people are stupid. But anyway, this song is amazing. And I would say my favorite part of the song is um, I can't be a loser because they figured that I can't be a link. I'm cool and that I feel I love the fame that I hate it back thinking now what i should be twitter in. and it's like this was like 2009 yeah. <laughs> he's talking about twitter dude like this is like almost yeah 10 years old. 2009 and i'm like dude what a legend man yeah. so yeah this is easily like top three song on the album for me and i love it so much yeah i think i think it's a great song um i, I don't love it as much as you dumb but um transitioning into the next song i just want to say it is absolutely amazing how much Cuddy's music can like flip your mood in just like a snap because like like, because this is the end this is the end of act one and then act two would be the rise of the night terrors with a solo dolo coming up and like the end of this song the narration of like as our hero seems to be dreaming in peace a a dark chapter unfolds throwing Scott into the most eerie and unstable parts of his imagination so intense that he can't tell his dreams from reality this is the rise of the night terrors so you're just like singing a simple as that for you simple as <laughs> yeah. and then that gets all dark and, and gloomy really quick and he's just like bam i'm gonna dude, hit dude, you fuckers dude, in your feels yeah. and then solo dude, dolo yeah comes solo on. dolo is oh god it's <laughs> another amazing song it's that's crazy how it's like complete light and then it goes complete dark dude. yeah <laughs> it literally is flipping the like, like a light said. that's like amazing a light. like a light <laughs> yeah like a light like a light. Um, all right so jr you want to start with the clip <laughs> This song is called Solo Dolo. It's also produced by Emil. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably like the darkest and most eerie record on the album. It's like literally the darkest side of my dreams and it pulls you right into that nightmare actually on the album. And um, it's meant to be like scary in a sense. I want like, you can't play this in the dark alone, you know? And um, I'm a big fan of horror films. So it was the only ride I had something very like horror-esque in the album. And um, it, it's explaining one of the one of the nicknames that I gave myself in Day and Night, Mr. Solo Dolo. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, explaining that side of why I call myself Mr. Solo Dolo. And it's like feeling alone and, 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 and just making all the wrong decisions and just being wrapped up in that, you know, and feeling worthless, you know. And uh, that definitely was a chapter in my life that I lived once, and I felt like I needed to put that on the album. All right. Okay, so Solo Dolo, I think this is a far better song than most people give credit for. Um, 100%. And, like, what Cuddy touched on, it's, like, Solo Dolo creates an atmosphere like no other. Like, it's straight out of a horror movie. Like, every time that I listen to his song, it honestly feels like you're wandering the halls of an insane asylum, but in space, kind of. It's, it's a weird I setting. really like that. I really like that imagery um, there, dude. Very nice. It's 
great vocals, great hook, and it's overall one of the best songs on the album. And I don't, I feel like people just don't like it because it's more of a like it got more mainstream notice and it got overplayed when it like when it hits peak. But honestly, mm-hmm. I don't care. It's such a good song. Yeah, dude. Going off of that, I would say like even though. Okay, well, I kind of agree with, like, hating, like, very popular stuff, because I do that most of the time. Yes, I do that, <laughs> too. Music. Yeah. <clears throat> um, um, sorry, I just had a cough real quick. But I would say with this song specifically, like, I can't do it, because I've always loved this song. This song is such a, like, great song on the album. And I, I would say it's okay to hate Day and Night and Pursuit of Happiness, because those are, like, the two main tracks that literally everybody outside of the cut fam blasts and like yeah yeah. exactly and it's like dude like it's literally the bottom of the barrel man like you need to dig way deeper to see like true kid cutty so but with this song specifically like it's such a good song it's it reminds me of like with how the bars are and like his cadences and how he flows and all that like it 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 just works perfectly and it kind of like like reaffirms with like soundtrack to my life with how well he did that song kind of like the same like uh kind of verses and hooks and stuff like that in this song as well but uh with with what cuddy said it's very very dark and i actually didn't know this until i looked up on my phone right now i'm looking at the lyrics the number one songwriter on this is kendrick lamar and this was back in 2009 so like maybe even 2008 are you looking at part two no dude this is part one wow i didn't know that I did not know that at all. So I was like, whoa, dude, like that's insane. No so wonder he got Kendrick why... on part two. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's fucking awesome. And I, I love Kendrick a lot. He's easily one of the you know best rappers today for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe even the best. But um, I would say for my favorite part in the song is like probably just the whole second verse is like uh, when it kind of gets even more eerier than like usual. And like the, the beat kind of like gets more like uh darker and like mysterious and stuff and it's like my world turns flipping the bird to the ones who figure me outcast no not the duo like just like the whole like that whole verse is just the en- fucking amazing the, yeah the ending of that verse is my favorite like i'm shitting you not the floating in my mind no sail ahoy like that was my fucking myspace bio dude <laughs> like, <laughs> like I tried that's, that's fucking great. When I got an Xbox Live account, I fucking tried to make Mr. Solo Dolo my gamer tag and it was already taken. <laughs> like that's how much I love this song, dude. I don't yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck if like it's like in Cuddy's top 5 most famous songs or whatever. Like this it's like it's I like slower songs. I like songs that like hit you in your feels. The beat's simple, but it's super precise and like uh, I I don't know. I just love this song so much. So yeah, this song definitely one of the Dom, best. Songs I just um, sure. fact checked you, and you were wrong. Really? Yes. It says that on the on the thing that I'm looking at. It looks pretty legit, that I'm but I guess at not. Is no, he's not. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's so weird why they put that in there. Because I'm looking at the exact like solo dolo part one lyrics. So um, blame. Dom for giving you guys faulty information. He's. I thought. <laughs> hey he man, he was on part two anyway, <laughs> yeah. so it, it penned this. All right. All right. So, <laughs> part of the line. Yep. 
I wanted to immediately get into it. This is why right after solo dolo, you got more energy with Heart of a Lion, or it's like a battle in my own mind. And this is uh, also, this is actually produced by uh, Free School, which consists of uh, Jean-Baptiste and Mike. And um, they have also worked with Will I Am yeah. and, and the Black Eyed Peas. And, um, it, was, it was a record that felt so triumphant when I heard the beat. And I was just like immediately compelled to make it my theme music just because it sounds so triumphant. You know what I mean? And uh, the, the, the lyrics probably like some of the best raps I ever wrote because the beat is so unorthodox. So like it, I wanted to make, when I came up with the hook, I wanted to make the new eye of the tiger. You know what I mean? So like, this is like the millennium eye of the tiger. Like every athlete, Anybody that's like, you know, into something and, and needs some inspiration is going to listen to this song before they do it. So Heart of Lion, um, one of the best Cuddy songs ever. Um, and Definitely. A song agree. about personal strength um, for coming over, overcoming your significant obstacles. No one can stop you, not even the devil, as Cuddy points out in the song. Um, the heart you carry is as big as... Um, is big, and because of that you can do whatever you put your mind to. And um, my favorite line of the whole song is, "No, I'm not no loser. I'll see you in hell." And it's just has an awesome intro, and this will be forever be a top ten Cuddy song for me. Yeah, for sure. I would say for me, I definitely 110 percent agree with you, Jake. Like this song has always been like one that I always gravitated to, even though like how I told you guys earlier, how I didn't really like man on the moon one when it, uh, when I first like listened to it. And um, as, as time went on, like even, even though I didn't like the album, like this, this song has always struck like a, like a really like fine line into my heart. Cause just like the whole thing is just amazing, dude. Like just, the the beat like the production wise is amazing and i would say it's probably like one of my favorite like beats that cuddy's ever like kind of like uh went in on and like the the bars in in this song is amazing and like also like how can you get much better than the very first like line in a song with saying please save a kid that needs some help like that's just (laughs) come on man like you can't get better than that and like i would say the first uh the very first like kind of like stanza i guess is like my favorite in the song how it's like when i recollect how i used to be like david and goliath kind of like me and the devil trying to rip out my soul trying to catch it on sleep no no you can try again and i'll be ready won't let you kill me even dream like Freddy. cougar yes no i'm not no loser. i'll see you, I'll see in, you hell. in hell like and then, and then the b-rolls <laughs> and it's like dude this song is so fucking amazing man it's easily one of my favorite cutty songs like of all time it's definitely uh, if it's not top five, it's like probably like top six, top seven. It's easily like my favorite. And then also the, oh no 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 no, no, no yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then how he does it, in the command. Yeah, like, it's just it's amazing, man. Like this fucking song is so great. So yeah, that's all I gotta say about it. <laughs> um, like obviously it, it it I think it starts middle finish is just all solid. But like like you mentioned the the end of the first verse and everything like that. Um, I like how he ties it in at the very end. He says, I stay on the grind to the 25th hour, and I know the fight is in me somewhere high and deep within. I told you, no, I'll never let you drag me down to hell. And then, boom, he hits you with the hook one last time before the song ends. It's just crazy. 
I just love this song so much. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can like listen to it on repeat like ten times and be fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely uh I, I you guys know me and you know i, I like getting tattoos and shit and uh i plan on getting a, a heart of a lion i got yes. a lion on my heart uh just specifically for this song that's so dope yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick dude that's awesome can't wait to see what it looks like too it's gonna be an expensive one too oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i spend my money on two things and that's concert tickets and tattoos yeah very very nice very good all right jared let's roll the clip on my world all right let me see what time it's at hold up this one is called my world produced by plain pat and jeff baskin yeah and um featuring billy cravens and uh it's really like speaking about when I my my life in Cleveland and then my life in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Um as a little kid and then as a grown man. Mm-hmm. And always having that in the back of my mind that hey, I'm gonna do this. One day, you know, kinda like that Martian that's sitting on the planet looking at this planet like from far, far away. Like I wanna take over this world one day. You know what I mean? And then you come here and then you play the gentle creature and you're in the back and you're like, okay, I'm going to conform and, and be nice to everyone, but I'm going to destroy this planet when I get the chance. Okay, I'm going to take it over. This is definitely that part of the story. I love, so... I love how the interviewer right there is just like, he was like kind of, I was watching it, you know, he's like kind of nervous. Like he's like, I'm uh, going to destroy, destroy the world. world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually heard that too in the background. He's like, oh, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fucking cutty man jeez <laughs> so my world is uh, um it's another song about personal struggles and overcoming them like obviously cutty when he was in um like in brooklyn like you said and i forgot what's the other one that you mentioned what's the other when he was in cleveland and moved Cleve- to brooklyn yeah. cleveland yeah and then moved to brooklyn um it has a great instrumental um it's an awesome vibe and an amazing hook um this will be my world. It's so I told, I told so. so. <laughs> and the outro on the song is godlike. Um and it's just it's a good song, but it's not top tier on Man of the Moon. Uh yeah, I would say going off of that for sure that I, I would agree. Um but go ahead, Jay. I, 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 I'll, I'll go last. I'm gonna disagree with you guys. This one is in my top five in the album. Um mainly because of Kid Cuddy and Billy Craven's like singing on the hook. Um like I mentioned with Fifty Ways to Make a Record on a Kid Named Cuddy, I think this is also on that tier of like you can't hear better Cuddy vocals um than hearing him oh sing, yeah this sure. will be this yeah. will be my world. i definitely agree for and, sure yeah uh i'm a, i'm a man of vocals like i don't just listen to rap i listen to a lot of indie and i listen to a lot of rock and stuff like that so um when cuddy hits me with some vocals that i can get like goosebumps some from scumptious it, vocals. It, it, yeah it definitely uh <laughs> boosts the song like up on my ratings a bit for for the albums um, that's why I love WZRD so much. Is she's, she's so good with vocals, but um, 
obviously all of the like uh jake said his overcoming adversity and everything like that is what the songs is about um and it also talks about like his insecurities of like um being in high school trying to like play sports to impress girls but he was just like an artsy dude <laughs> and he sucked at sports. <laughs> but, then, but then then i love the part where at the end he's like because i told the same girls i would be the hot shit one day and then boom he hits you with the hook and yeah. like this will be, be my, my world, world. <laughs> I, and then like verse two he's just he's like he's saying this well i'll be the hot shit one day and then the end of verse two it's like we're getting money mom and then he's just like he's like showing everyone just like everyone doubted me but hey it's my world now so, so fuck it you know i i really like how you put that there yeah for sure um for me, uh, I, I would even though it, it is a very very good song in terms of vocals by Cuddy and uh, Billy Cravens for sure as well. Um, I don't know, like w- when I first listened to this album, I would say My World was like maybe not one of my least favorite, but I just I would just usually skip it and stuff. But mm-hmm. as time went on, and I got like basically more aware, and like I would listen to albums like through it and throughout, especially with Cuddy. Like I would listen to this song and like kind of fast forward to now like I, I would say it's a very very good song for sure and um just in terms of like vocals uh even though it's very slow it, it still like kind of has this really good uh vibe to it as well though and some of the bars on here is like very very relatable and very good like i would say my favorite one because i can relate to it the most is had the lowest self-esteem especially with the girls and i did i was good at sports so i, I yeah same really, i can relate to that <laughs> yeah the next one but like that 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 first one where like yeah i i don't know I, i'm still like kind of shy with like the ladies and stuff but uh just overall it's a really really good song yeah and it, even though it's not top tier for me it's still pretty much shits on literally any other artists anyways yeah so. <laughs> yeah even like your guys's worst cutty songs are better than 98 percent of it exactly exactly like put this song against any drake song i'm picking this song every time oh yeah (laughs) definitely i don't know man over my dead bodies are pretty good fucking song (laughs) i don't even know what you're talking about yeah jake what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) so we are gonna skip day and night because we already talked that in the last episode so let's go to sky might fall jr roll the clip all right by uh, Kanye West, and it's definitely that moment when your darkest hour, when you're just looking for. Sorry, the, the audio cuts out shitty on YouTube right here. So. Hope, looking for answers. No worries. And you're feeling hopeful, um, but sometimes it doesn't ever seem like there's going to be a brighter day or a positive answer on the corner. But this song is, is another one of those uplifting joints where you can play when you're down and you could be okay after listening to it you know what i mean it's it's meant to uplift and empower so with sky might fall um it creates a feeling of running against time like set in a movie like i get like that movie feeling listening to a song and listening to a b and listening to an instrumental um when you listen to a song it really takes you to another place and this is just a, overall a super underrated Kid Cudi song. Very underrated. Yeah, like I would say, even though this it's this is another song that I never really gravitated to, I would say the production on it is very, very well made, and that's 
probably mainly on uh, Kanye's part. Mm-hmm. Um, Kanye it does also have has some songwriting credits on this as well, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I would say it's definitely a strong song. And just like the last song, like even though it's not one of my favorites on the album, it's it literally will shit on any other artist's like work. Um, I don't know. Like I just never really gravitated to this song, but kind of going back to what you're saying, Jake, about like how you think of like a movie when you think of this song, it's actually really funny that you say that. Cause like Cuddy's like, doesn't Cuddy like when he makes either when he makes music or he's just chilling or whatever, like he usually has like movies on his TV yeah, without same. like the sound and yeah. stuff. Like that's yeah. very odd, but <laughs> <laughs> like Kanye like, does that as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he, he might've got it from him or something, but it's just very peculiar, but that's just how it is. And, you know, obviously those two uh, artists are probably like the best in our generation for sure. Travis Scott up there as well, but I know JR doesn't agree with that, but uh, <laughs> de- decent song, um, very good production and uh, pretty decent hook as well, but not one of my favorites on the album for sure. Um, I would say this, as far as ranking it for me, um, it's not my top five in the album, but like how you did with the kid named Cuddy Dom, um, it's in my honorable mentions list. So it's in that mid, (laughs) it's in that mid tier. It's like the top seven. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's in the mid tier for me. Like I like it more than day and night or like make or say and, and, um, like alive songs like that, but it's not in, in my top five for me, but, um, for some reason, I, I don't know if this is because it's literally just saying the sky might fall, but whenever it rains, I play this song. Like whenever I'm driving and it rains, I'll I'll put this song on. I don't know if you guys like can relate to that at all, but I don't know. Um, on another song, this song helped me get through. Um, I I lived in my house up until my sophomore, the same house I was born in up until my sophomore year of high school. And I'm not going to lie. Like it was a, it was a very like wealthy home. And then like the the economy crashed and shit. And we had to move into like a small home. And, um, and so, and he says, awake in another state, living in a new space. Still, I feel my mind running at a steady pace. God help me. So I'll run the, I'll run the race. And then, and then it goes to the hook. Like, I don't know. I listened to man on the moon a lot, like back in those times. So, really relate to it yeah yeah, it was something i could really relate to probably why i put it in my honorable mentions but Uh um very underrated and um obviously credit to kanye for what he did helping with this song as well and i would say it's kind of like funny that you mentioned that too is um like one of my favorite cutty like clips of all time uh, is the one that i actually have posted on my twitter like as my uh bookmarked and how he's talking about uh, he's talking to Arsenio Hall and he's talking about like uh, how artists, you know, with him specifically, how he liked Jay-Z a lot and he, he would pick and choose like what he liked from him and like what he could relate to. And then there's certain things he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but uh, all right, Jay, you know, you're a legend for a reason, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and then you had to like pick like, and yeah, choose I- the lyrics from each song or like pick and choose like songs out of the album with Cuddy. It's like, you can relate like from top to finish. Exactly. And that, that's what I was just going to say is what he actually said to the audience, like in that clip, mm-hmm. he said like, yeah, but like, you know, artists, you pick and choose. But with me, I wanted everybody to like, just, like completely feel me and like relate to me all across the board so that's that's really cool how you mentioned like how like you 
could really really relate to his lyrics and mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people can definitely relate to cuddy in general and i i know for sure i do for sure mm-hmm. so it's really cool that you mentioned that yeah so that is pretty much gonna be um part one of ep- um episode three this is part one of man of the moon um there's some really good songs we haven't got to yet. Oh, um, yeah. I'm excited for part two. really man. good songs. <laughs> um, so you can always catch me on Twitter at capital B-P-T-Z-D in fire. Um, JR, you want to? You- uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go. I just uh, recently changed my Twitter to uh, Kid Cobain 7. And then my uh, top thing is I switched it to JR so more people know what the fuck, who the fuck I am. Yeah. <laughs> i have a podcast now guys yeah exactly <laughs> and with me uh i'm dom the genius with da instead of t-h-e and i get my inspiration from the legend uh mr dot the genius and yeah uh hit me up on there guys so um thank you guys as always for listening um thank you jr for joining yep. thank you guys for your time um and we will see you guys next weekend for man the moon part two so peace out guys thanks for listening much love peace